0: William, Mark Allen. Oh, I'm so happy to see you Just again. Too long man, when we'll be together again? again. Yes, mm-hmm. and here we are on what you're wearing today. On this episode, we're going to be talking all about the Grammys, the yeah. Super Bowl, and Super Bowl, Rihanna. Rihanna, Rihanna. You have a fabulous fa- fa- vocabulary word, and it is chignon. Chignon, as yeah, we I love. love. The French. And may she rest in peace. Vivian Westwood yeah. is our power player this evening, and I can't wait to tell you all about all of this on Whatcha Wearing? Wearing? studio finally this is like our yeah. happy new year return it was like mid february right. <laughs> happy new year
1: happy valentine's day happy fashion week globally
0: yeah we're really just you know checking a lot of boxes it, right now yeah. i think it's really important that we do it that way
1: yeah
0: we're very big important people i mean i'm bigger than others but we're definitely important people. <laughs> curvy, curvy. <laughs> you know what? You could have said you're not big. Well, Curvy's not big. You're just on the way. It is big. No, it's not. Yeah, yeah. No. Lizzo's curvy. Uh, no, she's not actually.
1: <laughs> no, no, that's not curves. Curves means like a figure eight.
0: There's a okay. Well, I like Lizzo. Good for you. (laughs) I think she was homeless at one point. I guess we all were. Um, But at the Grammys, she was killing it. She was in Dolce and just did a whole thing. I mean, she was... Herself, yeah, yeah, yeah wow. Yeah. <laughs> William Clark Jr. has some things to say about no, Lizzo. My, no,
1: my mother said, "If you don't have anything nice to say, keep your mouth shut." Well, guess so what? I she's could've... our
0: special guest, and she's about to walk through that door. Lizzo, everybody, hey! What's up? Have No, a seat. no. Could you imagine? She'd, I, yeah, she'd beat you up. So, what do you think of the? Did you watch the Grammys?
1: You know what? I didn't. Wow, I, I, I had to work and I wasn't invested and yeah, no. I but watched am bummed I missed it. Actually.
0: I watched for the first time in a long time, just from beginning to end, like the whole thing. Ordered food, like just
1: it what was you super
0: think? fun. Okay, it was cool. super fun. I mean, there was I thought that the it was very interesting at the end, like the album of the year, whatever song it was, Bonnie Raitt took it. Like and over and have, And I listened to her album, it was beautiful and fantastic, and I was like, she just must have gotten I, all of the country about went right to her.
1: You have to understand, I did see that portion of the show. And I, I think I was out, uh, yeah, I was at some random bar with my friend that was teaching. Uh-huh. And when I saw she won, I lost my shit. Sorry. <sighs> Sorry about my French. Oh, but I lost it because I was just so excited to see real talent win something because they Kind of giving it out like candy these days. So,
0: well, Adele got something too. I like Adele, right? Adele's pretty real.
1: But the the people getting the awards that equate to the talent, yeah, it's not a. It's very few people. And I and I want to tell you,
0: I thought it was tacky as ever that Beyonce was late and missed getting her first Grammy. So she, she was just late, then they literally said that we were just stuck in traffic, sorry. Oh. But she was
1: late at the Oscars last year as well.
0: Yeah, well she's just late. She and just came in late, to... it's like. And she just comes when she wants to, and I just think that that's, that's tacky. That's disrespectful, I It's agree. disrespectful I agree. too. I agree. Uh, Cause you're given like, you, yeah, know, you, have, you know this, you have timestamps of time the, time the where you get day. there And you know how to do it, and you could get a helicopter if you had to, which they didn't have to, they just sort of planned. And I just think that And she's not a newbie, she's been no. doing this for. 50 years. Yeah. I just think that <laughs> she is. Um, I mean, she's fine, but I just think that that kind of stuff just really turns me off to her. I'm with you on that. I like, just disrespectful. I, and I agree. And it's not disrespe- disrespectful to, to me, the viewer. I don't really care. Right. But it's really disrespectful to the other people. Right. Like, you're in a category to win a Grammy, and you're just, like, too busy to even show up
1: on time. And the thing is, when they know that she's not in the building, that also, you have, like, producers scrambling and what are we going to do to stall and you know yeah, people are
0: nah she ain't worth that mm-mm. 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 Mm-mm.
1: Mm-mm. we will Sorry. be in charge
0: of that soon mm-mm. you and me um, speaking That's, of that could be another segment mm-mm. Mm-mm. <laughs> <laughs> I think that was a segment just now like mm-mm. Uh, we're like some Judge Judy's <laughs> up in here right now <laughs> I, be like, don't you love that dress mm-mm. Mm-mm. no mm-mm. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like she's really giving it to us. Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm.
1: That was amazing.
0: <laughs> Tony, you need to copy that sound and just like like put it over the top yeah, of we, us. Okay, we do like need correct that. us. <laughs> uh, the other thing is, so last night I just my I have a friend staying with me, Kelly. Hey, what up, Kelly? What up? Kelly? And I uh, we decided to watch an Oscar-contending movie. Ooh. So we found a movie that neither of us had heard of called "The Triangle of Sadness." Have you heard of this movie? <laughs> it's an uplifting film. <laughs> it was. It was. It was. First of all, it was advertised as a comedy. Okay. With that title? Yes. Okay. So I'm like, wow, well, this has got to be hilarious. That was Scandinavian, so that Scandinavian comedy is not funny. Ha ha. It's, it's like funny, dry, like, like peculiar. No, I mean, there was just a scene where. This boat people were seasick and collapsing and drunk in their rooms and they were like the toilets were overflowing and they were throwing up and they're Oh it, no. It's just this commentary on the upper classes and it, it I mean, I think they were trying to do like a whole parasite thing where there's like this dark story and the you know, the lower class wins and it was it was just so odd. Yet they couldn't you, stop watching. it was two hours and thirty did minutes. Did you see at least why it got your nomination? Yeah, okay. yeah it's okay. a very, it has got a strong point of view. Okay. It's beautifully made. It's wonderful actors. The only actor in the whole thing that I knew was Harrison Ford, not Ooh. Harrison Ford, oh. Woody Harrelson. <laughs> Harris is in the word, I'm 105, thank you. You're like, what's your name, baby? What's your name, baby? What's your, what's your name? name? <laughs> and then uh, and William's like, mm-mm, mm-mm. <laughs> and, then, and then the other one that is remembered, did you ever see 2012 with John Cusack where the whole world ended up on arcs? Because they it was like the end of days. No. Anyway, it was like this big earthquake that hit the world. And anyway, there's like some Russian oligarch character and I believe he was in this movie too. But that was it. Everything else was just people you don't know and they were just- Which I mean, if the film is good. Yeah, which I prefer. If if it's good, you don't need names. I prefer that you don't need to, hell. Anyway, so last night I watched, um, there was a football game on yesterday called the Super Bowl, right?
1: Super de Super Bowl.
0: Oui, we c'est le bowl de super. And I think it was 75, right? It was the 70- I cannot oh, no. read those Roman 57? numbers. I cannot read those 57, okay. Look, when you get an L for your Roman numerals, I can do the X's and the I's, but I was what's trying after to remember, that, I'm like, what on earth I is the L? I was trying to
1: remember with the reference of 57th Street and-
0: And what's the I, M? The M is what? 100 or 1,000, I don't know. We literally have no idea, Roman numerals. We are not living in Rome. In Roman times. Yeah, Just tell I us mean, the freaking here already. Yeah, anyway, right. so I watched that and of course I voted for I root voted. I rooted for the Eagles. Yes, they were of wearing the white pants. That's how I always do it. Well, Whoever's doing, wearing the tightest, whitest football e- pants. It was my, my loyalty to the East. So. Oh, that's adorable. <laughs> um, and anyway, so the game was fine. I thought it was And they fun. almost won I I, I just think, won, I think it's a lazy ending where they're like, I'm just going to stall the clock. No, get your touchdown, and then give them a chance. If you can't defend them, then you lose. Anyway. They, I think they technically won, but they won. Uh, they, they did not technically win. Technically, I'm they Not lost, technically, but I think... In your heart, they won. Yeah, they won in your my heart. heart. And just yeah. the way the game was that going. That is not how football is scored. I know no that. one cares But, but about I will say this
1: is the first year I watched the Super Bowl and actually watched it. And I think it was because... This the was, white pants? No, this was the first time... I was home alone, and like I could focus. It's usually, nice, right? No, but usually when you're at a Super Bowl party, it,
0: it, it, you, you can't... There's chips and There's dips too much and, talking you know. and yelling. And you, but no. yeah, this year I, I, was, I was invested. I'm down for that. Anyway, so then there was this halftime show. Ooh, that was amazing. And then um, I want to say, so first of all, I was like, first... She's pregnant. She killed it, but nobody knew it until that I know. moment. I was like, what? She's pregnant. And then I was like, no wonder she hasn't been doing any press. She hasn't been, no one's she's seen her for months. She's been doing press, month.
1: but she's been strategically, you oh. just. she's been just looking thick, but her looks, she's been strategically hiding the bump.
0: Well, she wasn't hiding that bump last night. I know. And then I just thought of her poor, the poor insurance company. So, you know, all those people Rihanna, Madonna, Britney Spears, Beyoncé, all those performers are insured. Ah. Their body parts are insured, everything's insured. Their legs are insured, there cuz it's it's the liability of it. That I knew but right? I didn't know it was by parts. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, like if you're oh, an wow. athlete, you can insure certain body parts, if you can insure hands, if you're a violinist, all that. So, okay. right? So you go, you can insure anything. So right. I was watching that thinking, her insure, wait, you want to do what? You're pregnant, you want to go on a platform floating uh, up in the air? And she was up
1: there. Uh, I, I think the statistic is 150 feet. Like she wow. was... Wow. That's... And I, to have... The, but her face, you'd... I, I would have a little fear in my
0: face, and she was a just, little. She I was just like the fifth, the fifth rung of a ladder. Right. And I'm like, I'm like ah! get me off of this thing. <laughs> she's like up there with just like a little rubber band holder on there, yeah. and she's feeling herself, and she kept and she kept um, rubbing her tummy, and then like under her tummy. I was like, wow, you get it, girl. I'm, I mean, I do we know over. how pregnant she is? Visually looking at her, my sister's uh, Dr. Dillard.
1: she's. OB-GMI. Hello, Dr. Dillard. She's uh, looking at her, I would say... Between five and six. That's what months? I was thinking because yeah.
0: she's very petite when she's yeah. not pregnant. So I think that all the, yeah. uh, but I mean, and the other thing that's very interesting is you know she probably got that contract to do the Super Bowl over a year ago, yeah. right? And so I'm sure at some point she had to tell her manager, "Look, so by the way, that Super Bowl, I'm pregnant." But the way they executed it to me was brilliant
1: and yeah. historic. That's the first performer in the history of Super
0: Bowl that did the halftime show pregnant. For sure, that we know of. I mean, I'm sure, there's true. a lot of hussies out there. I'm sure are pregnant. Who That's you know, true. just saying. And then, um, and what did you think? So first of all, I thought the red Alaya coat was everything, and it was so cold. I kind of want to like get up in, inside that thing. So, well, no, wait. The yeah. coat was. There was a the, big red down, the down coat, coat. That was Alaya. Was Alaya, and then the rest was Lueve.
1: The rest was Loueve, and I
0: feel like that red the thing looked like the val- The whole Sam Smith debacle at the Grammys. Please no, tell me you saw that best. Did no, you see him? I don't invest in First him. of all, I, I am not, look, I'm a big girl right now. I am not putting on red latex That's the least of his and going
1: problems. out. I'm just, no, I, no, Mm-mm. Mm-mm. But no. on a better note, Mm-mm. Rihanna's Mm-mm. performance was flawless. And what a lot of people don't realize, all the symbolism that went on, that was a, it, it was all about uh, a woman giving birth. What
0: are you talking well, think
1: about? Think about the process of uh, a woman giving birth. It's she screams. I, I won't. Say, I won't say the body part, but the vagina, the, ov- the ovaries, blah blah blah. Yeah. that's what she represented in the womb, right? All of the dancers, think about it. All of the dancers around her were all in white. So you think that they were the sperm? Yes. Yeah. And even the but they're running
0: away from her. No, but it's even even the li-
1: even. And I'll have to get it. I have to get the stats. But even the rundown of the song spoke to the journey of a woman getting to pregnancy. So the conception, the dating, the breaking up. I'm back together with this guy. Like it. It, it, it all. All right. Went well, together.
0: that that's a different podcast because that. Yeah, like I mean, and study. I just found this out. It was like it was awesome. Where strategic. did you find this out? Please tell me where you read this. Uh, it was sent If to you me. could see William's face right <laughs> yeah. now, no, you would know I, why I, he not hesitated to, to tell me. I'm not here. To, see, look, I saw her belly this and is those... the sperm trying to fertilizing the egg. Yeah, I mean, I think she, uh, first of all, she was already fertilized. Look at that stomach. No, but I'm just saying the production. I hate and the... I just and I'm just so over Loewe. I think that that Anderson guy is just not talented. Yeah, and
1: I'm not loving what he's doing with. I the think friend. it's. Ugly. I was excited to hear that they were coming back and doing a resurgence and what have you, but. It's, it's just no. ugly. It's
0: not luxury. It looks, to it's me, not, it looks
1: too arts and crafts. And I'm sure you've been to the store. Even the store
0: is like a I'm little... I'm not going in that store. You have they to, ruined it. You have to go in there. It, it Yeah, it's mm-hmm. artsy crafts. I like Loewe in Spain in like circa 2018. That I'm, was some I'm good business. Right now, I'm, he's just destroyed it. I'm you,
1: But a lot of people don't realize the choice of the... Also, uh, the, 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 uh, the puffiness of the coat was an ode to... The coat that Andre Leon Talley always wore of Norma Kamali.
0: Mm, remember that time because oh they God. were very, very. Who wore like, it best? <laughs> I they, can tell you who were, I think wore it best.
1: They were very close, and I believe my dear friend Jay Alexander, Miss Jay, is the one that introduced Rihanna to Andre. Ah,
0: because she was a lovely. big
1: fan of his.
0: Isn't that lovely? And Aww. he was
1: also very. And she says that he was very, very kind to her um, at all the Met Gala. Interview moments on the red carpet, like she, he, he made her feel welcome.
0: That's right. He did there. not do that with me at the Mark Jacobs show. Oh, we've heard that story. Yeah, he did not yes, do that with me know, at the Mark you know, Jacobs show. Everybody can't have everything. No, they can't. But you <laughs> know what? They can have. They can have some hot looks. Yes. The Champs Elysees. Oh, Champs Elysees. Oh, Champs Elysees. Such a velvet voice. It's like, it's, <laughs> wow. Hey, French class circa 1992. Uh, so, William, do you want to go first? I can. Well, do you well, want it, to? Yeah, of course. Okay.
1: Uh, well, we are in the midst of, yeah, we're actually in the midst of New York Fashion Week, and my favorite look was by the uh, brand called Sukina, which is led by Omar Salam. And it was a, I would say the way it looked to me, because I tried to get into dissecting what it is, I believe it is a a beaded sheer cat bodysuit over a black bra, and then this dress, uh, the skirt, I don't know if you can tell, it's a wrap skirt that's ruched in the front, that's a vocabulary word that we'll cover at one point, but it's basically a flamingo skirt that's kind of got a high-low situation going on, so it's super short in the front and bright, bright fuchsia in the front and in the lining, and then the back is black, and it is trimmed in like a marabou feather. Mm. And it was cool because they put it on the model, supermodel, she earns the right to be called a supermodel, Coco Rocha, who's actually a trained dancer. So she was. She's able to manipulate and move like a flamenco dancer, which she did on the runway. That was amazing. So that's my hot look, and I'm. I have a gut feeling you are going to see this on the red carpet in the next. I guarantee you, in the next month.
0: Oh, you think someone's going to wear that to Oscars? I think so. On March twelfth. I think so. Because wow.
1: a lot of people snap snap up. As you know, they snap up pieces that are like barely cold from the runway.
0: Yeah. And put well, that <clears throat> I mean, yeah, there's, yeah. There's because it, It's interesting because it's very big and very dramatic. So it also just depends on having to, the person that's got the drama and the cachet to wear that. We would hope that they would go with an off brand and not like big brand, right? So that's the that's the problem we have right now is that everyone wants to have those big designer moments. But I feel like it. I feel like over the years people are
1: starting to take chances on smaller brands. Maybe Don't I mean you think? I
0: think I think there's still like a lot of Louis Vuitton and a lot of um, Chanel and Dior. I mean, there's a lot of that big house stuff that is not, you know, l- lending its weight for us to have other more interesting small designers pop now, in. Do you think they're still paying those big? I don't think they pay those. I think that some of them have like I think some celebs are under contract for like beauty deals or whatever. Oh, for sure, and like include, ambassadors, right? Like, but what's there was, there Jennifer was a time where you got a check. Yeah, I don't, th- I mean, I don't, I don't know. In my world, I don't think people, I mean, I think there's some stylists getting kickbacks for doing that there stuff, but I don't think the celebs are getting gotcha. that money anymore. But who knows? Who I mean, knows? Donatella Versace is desperate, so. Oops. Shots fired, y'all. day. Have one word for Donatella. No. <laughs> that just thank you Tony mm-mm. That, mm-mm. <laughs> that was good too no thank you no <laughs> uh, okay so my so I've got two I got two oh, so first it, of all which is so this is so anti me but the first one for me is Adele at the Grammys you, I, you know it's funny you say that that was one of my she looked stunning I just first of all somebody I don't know what she's done but she's like bought a treadmill or something because she is like lean oh, and mean oh yeah she's the And she's really lost some weight. But, you know, first of all, I love that she's wearing velvet. Mm-hmm. cuz it's not a holiday fabric it is an evening gorgeous fabric and it's just there was a lot of big interesting shoulder uh there was a lot i mean this particular dress it's got a beautiful belt line right at the waist the fabric uh, is like a crushed burgundy velvet goes down gives us a wonderful little train that puddles behind her and then this really stiff double layer of coll- of uh, neckline that goes all the way around just gives cool it such structure it's like movie star gorgeous, quality, delicious. and I think that she can. You know, she's at the Grammys where there's a lot of crazy happening. Mm-hmm. So for her to put something with a little more flair and all that, I just think it's lovely. It's unfortunately it's Louis Vuitton, which you know I'm not a big fan of their stuff as a rule. But, but.
1: I find it interesting that they do amazing pieces that are one of a kinds for the red carpet, but it's nothing. I mean, if you go in the store the and if you
0: gave me ten thousand dollars to go buy some women's clothing at Louis Vuitton, there's nothing to buy. No. And And you also would only get
1: two pieces. Well,
0: exactly. (laughs) We we found a couple great bags when I was there with my clients. They're doing a really fabulous collaboration with that Japanese artist right now with the Dots. Those Mm -hmm. are amazing. But other than that, it's just really like, no, it's a sad thing. Where am I going? And then the second one. So I had a client in town. Yes. What up, Joanna? And she and I uh, had dinner at Mr. Chow. Yeah. Chow, Chow, Chow. Have you been there? I have. First of of all... I mean that place was yummy. Anyway, we go for a walk because we ate too much. So we thought, oh, let's walk up and down Rodeo. Tables are too close together. Too close together. Unless for, the, for what the bill looks like, I don't want everyone else seeing what we're eating <laughs> right. and I, or anyway, I see my molar. But I, I'm, <laughs> I, I wish I had better people to eavesdrop on. Now, mind you, I would not mind those tables being that close together if we had like you know Harry Styles at the table next to right, us. Okay, right, bring right, it on. But right. anyway, so we go for a walk and we get to Rodeo and there's this girl in a pink. Dress, and it is hooker dress, like just under the I butt. Seeing a lot of that in right? Drive
1: lately. But and go ahead. it's like
0: eight o'clock at night. She's got um, these really rhinestoney, high, high, high Louboutins on, and she got out of a Rolls Royce sedan. She had a little paparazzi thing happening, and then she's walking up towards this Escalade. So it's Grammy weekend, so I was like, this must be someone going to a party or whatever, transferring out of her Mm -hmm. car to the other. I get up to her, and she's just wobbling along. I go, oh my gosh, are are you okay in those shoes? And Cardi B looks over at me and goes, Ah, I just barely walk on these things. I almost died when she looked at me. I was like, Cardi B! And my client was like, Wait, wait. I go, She goes, I go, That's Cardi B. She goes, Really? What? Just walking down. Yeah. Cardi B, <laughs> Cardi B, I died. Loved it. Very good sighting. The anyway, the <laughs> yeah, so girl. it's it's not it's not a it, it's it's no coincidence that I found her <laughs> r- carpet look. She did this electric blue gown. Um, from Good. Gaurav Gupta Couture. I do now, love
1: it. I love
0: the You know, I'm not a much for a lot of the overexposure, like that midriff stuff kind of drives me crazy, but this whatever magic they've done, so it's sculptor. this electric blue um, shirt. I would say like a silky bottom that curves over her gorgeous curvy hips. Mm-hmm. There's a little opening on the right side of her body, and mm-hmm. then there is this collar. So it's, you can see it's very similar So what Adele was doing, big collar, big drum around the neck. And it just went way up and way around. And it was a beautiful look on her. Electric blue. And the collar and the it looks like like water flowing was higher than her head. Like it's just beautiful. And you
1: know what I have to give her kudos to? As a from a girl from like, you know, you know, from the Bronx. And like, you know, but she was a stripper, you know. But she can transform from being that girl, you know, a stripper into the character of the dress that she's wearing.
0: Yeah, and That's you know what? what? I gotta
1: give to her. She
0: was really pretty in person and super nice and had a good sense of I could humor. See you could just kind I could tell. see that. Yeah. She was like laughing at herself, trying to walk in those shoes. Yeah,
1: and I, I I love, you could see she doesn't take herself as seriously as everyone else. And she does not care. No.
0: She doesn't care if you like what she's wearing or not. Zero Fs, zero, I won't say the, I won't zero, say the word. Zero um, cares given. Zero cares. Zip zero. Right? Well, you know who else has zero cares? Ooh. Is me. You oh you know yes. why? Because you are here to educate me. Oh. To vote fab, you, Larry.
1: Yeah. Ooh, the nice. more you know, this graphic is like- Wow, that's like a Topaz. Shower of gems. I it love just made that. me want a chocolate bar. I don't know. I I like you see a topaz and gems. I'm like that looks like or the Hershey like, commercial. Remember they were doing chocolate diamonds for. Remember that was a big where
0: it was like in, in the jewelry in the fine jewelry world. Oh, like the colored diamond, oh, the color chocolate. I was like chocolate diamonds, <laughs> a diamond in the shape of a chocolate. <laughs> no. Just give me some M and M's for God's sakes.
1: I'm going to do a Reese's Pieces thing. Okay?
0: <laughs> oh, I know. I just gonna... Anyway, do not get me to Okay. Yes, uh, chignon.
1: chignon. Yes. My vocabulary is chignon, and it is a French word, of course. It comes from the phrase chignon du coup, which means basically the nape of the neck, and it is achieved by pinning all of the hair into one night, n- knot at the
0: nape of the neck. And I actually came Wait. For... So the chignon is a hairstyle? Yeah. It's like, you know, ponytail. Are we doing hairstyles now on what
1: you're wearing? Vocabulary is our fabular our vocabulary of the f-
0: of from the fashion world.
1: They can't it can't it
0: has to Okay, be- love your stress darns. What you do is you're gonna do a chignon qua, chignon coeur, chignon chenyon. <laughs> k- uh, what, huh? what? What'd you call what? it? A chignon
1: what? A chignon oh what where it comes from? Chignon
0: w- du coup. Okay, but if I'm gonna say you're gonna go, just do your hair up in a chignon. Do uh, yeah, you just say I want a chignon. I want, I want a chignon. I want a chignon. It's
1: just like if someone said to you, I want cornrows, if I want a, a <laughs> ponytail, they should know what it is. They should. And do it. well. I've if, never even heard of a chignon. You, but you've seen it at a thousand fashion shows.
0: Isn't it just a ponytail? No, a ponytail is is like so a, a, ch- okay, so like a pony's tail. It's, what's the know. difference between a chignon and a ponytail?
1: Okay, so let's say, okay, here's a perfect example. If you were to do uh, a low ponytail, right? Yeah. That's when the hair is collected in one knot, and it's the it's a tail, right? Yeah. You take that tail, yes. you take that tail, and you, <laughs> you whip it into a knot. I
0: like how you're telling me this. Like, yes, okay. I know what
1: a ponytail okay, is. so if you take that hair that's yeah. in the ponytail, and yeah. then do it in a knot, where it's super clean, and off the back of their, off their so back.
0: So it's like, chignon is like a ponytail where the tail has been stuffed up into the... Basically. It's uh, a knot,
1: basically, at the nape of the neck. Okay, and I love, and I think that's one of the sexiest parts of a woman's body is her neck.
0: You know a lot about sexy women. I do. Yeah, Mm. that's all I deal with. Okay, that's only only sexy girls. Only the sexy girls are allowed. Wow. Okay, and so I think that that's also to me it seems like. Maybe not right now this this day in fashion, but it seems like it was also very much a standard hairstyle for a lot of runway shows. And they I think, keep the hair up and out of the yes, fashion.
1: Yes, and it's strategic that you can see, you know, the collars and the shoulders and what have. And a lot of times the jewelry, you know. Yeah,
0: who is that? Um, Charlize Theron, which her hair's a little bit longer. She always—it feels like she's always got her hair up and tight like that too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uma well, Thurman. You, you don't want to hide that beauty, though. She's know? pretty, that girl.
1: And that's why a lot of times, unfortunately, you see these actresses—they call them the hair curtains—as they as they age or get older, that the hair starts to hide more and more of their face. But when you know you know you have a beautiful face and good bone structure, you're going to pull all that back.
0: You're going to pull it back.
1: You're not going to hide all that beauty there. You're going to pull it back. (laughs) So that is what a chignon is. All right. Yay, uh, chignons. Chignon. Say it with me. Chignon. There you go. See? Bonjour, chignon. Chignon.
0: Chignon. There you go. It feels a little Chinese (laughs) the way I'm saying it, so I don't know what (laughs) that is. We'll work on the (laughs) (laughs) pronunciation. Tony, I love you right now. Who is giving Tony (laughs) sound (laughs) options? I love it. Boo, Tony! <laughs> All right, now it's uh, it's what is it time for? It's time for power player, power, yeah, player. power. <laughs> uh, we say power player, not the power ball. I literally looked like we were just about to win eight million dollars in the it's lot. It's like though. the
1: lifetime achievement award, <laughs> <It's> ladies and, <laughs> and gentlemen. And the power player is. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God! I love that. I cannot. Okay. Who is she?
0: Vivian Westwood. Best
1: in power to a queen. I love this.
0: I. There, like you have she, to go onto our instant find this photo. This. This. She. It, I. In I, her I, later years, she did this wonderful walk down the runway at uh, one of her shows, and she just has this beautiful punk rock haircut that I just love. So, um, she lived to be 81 years old. God bless. And uh, she was born April eighteenth, nineteen forty one. Wow! And they call her the godmother of the modern punk movement. Absolutely. And we'll talk about that here in a, in a little bit. But um, you know, the other thing that's really interesting about her is that she did. We talked about as we do power players and talking about designers. She did all of the uniforms for Virgin Atlantic Airlines. Like it's so funny how I don't all these think designers, I knew that. yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. The guys were in three piece Vivian Westwood suits and the girls were all in these darted jackets that were a lot of accent on the bust, just going to say. Well, that's, that was her thing. So at the age of 17, uh, her family moved to Harrow in the country of Middlesex where the Future Fashion Icon found work at a local factory and she eventually <laughs> enrolled at a teacher training school. So she became an elementary school teacher. That was her first career. Wow. I didn't know that. Her childhood her years were far from London's high life. She said this, I lived in a part of the country that had, had grown up in the Industrial Revolution. I didn't know about art galleries, I'd never seen an art book, and I've never, I had never been to the theater. Mm. So, uh, she, by the 1960s, she, got, um, she was born Vivian Isabel Swire, was her last name. And in the 1960s, she met a man named Derek Westwood, which is, you know, so Vivian Westwood wasn't, it's just that was her married name. Ah. So she uh, hooked up with this guy, and they had a son named Ben. Okay. Ben, their son. And um, then everything changed when she met this guy named Malcolm, Malcolm McLaren, wow. who ended up being the manager of the Sex Pistols. Now, everything I found out about this really made it sound like she just cheated on her husband and left her for Malcolm. Wow. There was not like, oh, they went their separate ways, and she was one day at a cafe, and they were literally like, oh, this is, everything changed when she met this other guy. So, Uh-oh. okay. So she and Malcolm- And fun fact-
1: Malcolm McLaren introduced the world to Vogue, not Madonna. Just so you know, but go ahead. Yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I just thought I'd throw that in there.
0: <laughs> every, you just attacked Madonna at every possible turn. No attack. Yeah. Uh, with McLaren, Westwood has a second son Joseph. Uh-huh. Okay, so has second son named Joseph. Now, <clears throat> through this relationship with McLaren, Westwood. Well, I don't want to interrupt. That did she
1: divorce? Her yeah, first she divorced, hus- her f- okay. divorced
0: her first husband and okay. got right in with it. So I think gotcha. she cheated and then, you know, just took up with this other guy. Gotcha, okay. And um, with McLaren, Westwood had a second son, Joseph, mm-hmm. and um, through her new partner, they began make- she she'd be- had already started making jewelry on the side. Oh. And she found it that it gave her this world of creative freedom and the power art had on the political landscape. So she, she said, I lashed onto Malcolm as somebody who opens doors for me. I mean, he seemed to know everything I needed to know at the time. Wow! Um, and when McLaren became the manager of the Sex Pistols, which was a big punk band of the 70s... I didn't know he managed the Sex Pistols. Yeah. Wow. That's, it wow. was that. It That's was Westwood Designs that dressed the band and helped it carve out its identity. Stop it! Yeah. So all the Sex Pistols and all the London punk rock was all Vivian. Stop it! So they opened up a little shop. And they called it "Sex" was the name of it, and they just sold punk clothes and T-shirts ripped apart, and you know, just all everything could be punk.
1: Like I, when I was living in London, I went to that store and had no idea of any of this. Yeah, wow.
0: So then there's a great quote about Vivian's effect on other designers. Vivian's effect on other designers has been rather like a laxative. Ooh, English designer Jasper Conran once explained, "Vivian does, and others follow." Wow, I like, and that's oh.
1: amazing coming from Jasper Cameron because he was more of a traditional designer. Oh. So,
0: that's and cool. for more than thirty years, she even after she had had her fame and fortune. So mm-hmm. up until the year two thousand, she lived in the same small South London apartment, paying just four hundred dollars a month. Wow, up until two thousand. Wow. Right. One of her models was
1: buy less. Well that came later. That did not But I'm saying it, but it goes along with how she always
0: It does. And I think it also just goes along that creative geniuses and people that are really working and up to stuff, they're just too busy to be engaging in the thrills of buying a bunch of properties and living the big life like that. She was just out creating, creating, creating. right, Right. So um so when she started doing this, is one of the things I found to be really fabulous about her is when she first started doing her jewelry, she sold it at a stall at a farmers market. So somewhere in England, somebody bought this brooch or whatever yeah. from some nice lady at a farmers market years ago. Yeah. But and it think was about all Westwoods. the
1: think about all the flea markets and. That you go to it's all just random people making jewelry and- I just
0: had a meeting today with somebody that has a great jewelry line that I'm buying for a store that I'm working for right now there you go. like it's just it's crazy how there you go. Um, and as again from Malcolm McLaren, it really felt like she moved to a marriage of passion and adventure like whenever mm. she talked about it, she really spoke about him in that way, and I thought it was you know, I mean, I think that it's interesting. There's, it's, it's brave and bold to leave what you know to go and do something like that. Um, she designed something in the 80s called the Mini Crinny. Do you know what the Mini Crinny is? No. Okay, the Mini Crinny. It is oh, a... Mini crinoline, I get it. It is an abbreviated version of the Victorian crinoline. It's mini wow. length and a bouffant silhouette inspired the puffball skirts, widely represented by more established designers such as Christian Lacroix. I was just gonna say, Right, yes. so Christian Lacroix totally copied this. So basically it's yeah. like, for you that's, for you all that's listening, imagine a big ball gown, okay? And then imagine the ball gown stops at a, at a mini skirt length. Yeah, yeah. That's what this is, a mini cranny. Like a little poof. And it inspired Christian Lacroix and all these other designers to take that same look on. And she did it most often with a corset or are bustier up on top of it. Mm-hmm. Um, and Wow. Right? And it's really it, 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 There was some wordy stuff about it, so it says here that the mini-queen was described in 1989 as a combination of two conflicting ideals. The crinoline representing a mythology of restriction and encumbrance in woman's dress, and the mm-hmm. miniskirt, representing an equally dubious mythology. Of liberation, and she remember, probably strategically did that for sure. And you know, it was really to remember that <laughs> Vivian Westwood's was about women's liberation, yeah. And the miniskirt was about women's lib. I yeah. mean, that was about Absolutely. I can show my legs, I can wear shorts I want. You can't tell what to do.
1: Right.
0: Uh, so something also very. I'm just kind of. I know I'm skipping around here a little bit, but something that I found that was really interesting too was that shortly after um, she was, you know, going. so about March, 20, so it's probably in 2012. Mm-hmm. She announced that she's going to cease further expansion of her business as a way of tackling environmental and sustainability issues. Wow! And that goes to the concept that you and I have talked about much many times about what's enough, mm-hmm. right? So, like a brand like Louis Vuitton wants to go and just be the world to everybody, mm-hmm. but what would it be to just be this brand that makes beautiful? luggage or mm-hmm. beautiful handbags and just make them for your customers that come in and that's mm-hmm, that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And let the prices go up and let them do whatever they do mm-hmm. and you're just this magnificent little store that makes this beautiful product.
1: It also keeps the integrity of the brand as Correct. opposed to yeah. letting you get it, you know.
0: As of December uh, 2015, Vivian Westwood had only operated 12 stores in the UK and there were only two in the United States. So I think now there's the one we have in West Hollywood Mm-hmm. On Melrose, and I think there's still one in New York again. I'm sure, yeah. Yeah, so there's mm-hmm. two yeah. in the US. So it's anyway, she went through all this crazy tax stuff. There was a time when she was I kept hearing this rumors about her not owning her own brand. There mm-hmm. was a conglomerate called Latimo who owned her brand and she had to pay two million pounds a year or two just for the right to use her own brand. Okay? Well, it turns out that she owned Latimo.
1: Wow! So she was paying
0: herself. She's the majority shareholder. So she was paying herself, and that was all (laughs) offshore money. Whoops! I'm no fool. And then she got caught with that. Oh no! And um, she changed all that. She got caught, and she just said, "I'm going to pay proper taxes, and I'm going to move my businesses all back and do the proper thing." She says, "It is important to me that my business affairs are in line with my personal values. I am subject to UK tax on all my income." Later in 2015, she said she had to restructure her corporate tax ratios to try and align with the Green Party's policies. And there was so much about the different, the Green Party and the concern. I mean, I don't really know much about British politics, uh, except for where they wear those fabulous wigs. Um, but, <laughs> powdered wigs. <laughs> powdered wigs. But really, I mean, she was very involved in that, and it was just, it would be like, you know it would be like oprah getting up and speaking for the democrats or it's just mm-hmm. it was very interesting how she was very out there like that so then she had a lot of big moments so some of her moments were one of her most famous moments that went very viral was Fer- Pharrell williams wore the oh, westwood buffalo hat that was originally in the 1982 collection buffalo. and he wore it um, to the 2014 56th annual grammy awards
1: and that that was copied and memed, and that hat
0: like, is, had its, its own still have, Twitter accounts. Yeah. it was
1: like so famous. Um, and I have the hat in red that Gucci did. So everyone did a form of that.
0: Yeah, there yeah. It, it is just, it is something yeah. to have that kind of, so it became very famous that way. Dita Von Teese wore a purple Westwood gown for her formal wedding ceremony when she married Marilyn Manson. I remember that. In 2005. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. In 2011, Princess Eugenie wore three Westwood designs for her pre-wedding dinner, the wedding ceremony, and the after-wedding party at the wedding of Prince William and Catherine Middleton. Wow. Oh. So, I mean, she's, I mean, of course she's British royalty, she's won every British award you can read, you know, all of that. I, th- I think Adele
1: was in, remember the big concert that she did at the conservatory? Yeah. That yeah. was all Westwood. Yep,
0: she did mm-hmm. Westwood there. I, um, I met her, um. and when I met her, I was wearing one of her suits. And Nima Marcus was doing an event for her at La Boheme in West Hollywood. And I show up, and I was looking everywhere for the picture. I can't find it right now. But the um, I was wearing her suit, and she said to me, Oh, darling, I love that suit on you. I said, thank you. She goes, I made that for you. It's was like, <gasps> thank you. And so she goes, come on. And so she was going out to have a cigarette. So I watched, walked out to the cigarette sec- and I just sat, like, stood in the parking lot of La Bohème while she was smoking cigarettes and we just talked and talked. Nice. And she was wearing this, her hair up in curls, blonde curls, and then a boussier that was, or corset really, it was just barely covering her nipples. Mm-hmm. Like, amazing. And she was, you know, no spring chicken at the time, mm-hmm. and she just was fantastic. And I said, you know, it's always been a dream of mine to go to Paris Fashion Week. And I said, oh, she said, well, you should come, be my guest. And her assistant comes out and she says, he's my guest, and that fixes it all.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So I buy a ticket using miles. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's before the internet, so I, I mean, before you know, iPhones and all that. So there's a brand new thing called the World Wide Web. So right. I looked for a hotel room on there, and I went over and. I cannot tell you. So I got to the show, and while I was waiting for that show, this is crazy when I think about it as I'm telling you the story. I was, as I was waiting for the Vivian Westwood show, because it's, you know, two and a half hours late, her assistant kept coming out and saying, Mark Allen, I'm so sorry. She wants you to come back afterwards, but I know it's like going to be late and everything's kind of late now. So, um, but just, do you want some water or anything? And I said, No, I'm fine. And i'm like they just kept coming out right like Mm -hmm. three times this guy came out to me gene pressman who at the time owned barney's new york Mm. was sitting in front of me and just ignored nothing for him but kept coming and checking on me so finally i get this tapping on my um shoulder Mm. and someone goes excuse me who are you now mind you i was probably 24 years old I said, "I'm Mark Allen, the stylist from L.A." <laughs> and she goes, "Well, I'm the director." <laughs> I go, "Exactly, exactly." But I said it with such authority and Beca- Vivian. because of do. the way they were treating you. Correct, rightfully so. So, this woman says, "I'm the director of talent for E." When you're back in L.A., we have to have lunch. So we had lunch. Oh, good. And then the following week, I hosted East Celebrity Weddings, and I got my whole TV career. But well, then you have to
1: say, Thank you, Vivian. <laughs> always. That's a gift.
0: Always, yeah. So wow. I Wow. That's Vivian. major. Um, her designs were featured in a 2008 film for this little movie called Sex and the City. Mm, mm, mm. In the film, Carrie Bradshaw becomes the engaged Mr. Big, blah, blah, blah. and so she actually, um, the whole dress and that whole scene was Vivian Westwood. Yeah. So that yeah. was a big moment. I think that's, for me, that's like, Sex and the City really brought Blonick's name to the mainstream uh-huh. and Vivian Westwood to the mainstream Absolutely. in that same way.
1: And I love that how in the movie how they presented the dress. It was like in
0: yeah, with a like note a from the It yeah. was in a crate, like uh-huh. you know
1: when you deliver art. You know? Yeah.
0: And April 1989, mm-hmm. Westwood appeared on the cover of Tatler magazine, dressed as Prime Minister Margaret Thatcher. And uh, the cover wow. had this caption that this woman was once a punk. Wow. And the thing about it, the suit that she's wearing in this, Tatler's a a British uh, magazine, and the the suit that she's wearing in this (laughs) was on its way to Margaret Thatcher and Vivian's stole it like she knew the people there so it's literally margaret thatcher's suit right it'd be like you it'd be like you ordering some like rhinestone jacket from balmond uh and it doesn't come and you see me like hi william wearing your and apparently margaret thatcher was pissed (laughs) Like it they, and I just think that is like that's like I rich lady that. jokes. I And love, I
1: wonder if Margaret Thatcher's like, Well now I can't wear that suit. I of
0: course you can't. <laughs> but I'll be like I mean she was pissed. Um I love that. Anyway, so she was very, very much about the environment, uh, very politically active. She never really you know, money wasn't a big thing for her. She got up to where she was doing five million pounds, so about mm-hmm. seven or eight million dollars in profits. Mm-hmm. But her profits were never, you know, she Crazy. wasn't Tom Ford profits. She wasn't, you know, big brand profits like that, but she was, but she was true to talented. herself. yes. Mm-hmm. And she said, I don't feel, in 2007, Vivian Westwood said, I don't feel comfortable defending my clothes, but if you've got the money to afford them, then buy something from me. -hmm. Just don't buy too much. Wow. (laughs) Um, Which I don't know. I mean, it. But But all of that made her sell so much more. So it's like such a. It's well. It's like when you're a kid when your mom says, "Don't do this." Well You're gonna really rebel and do it. Right. And I like to think that the heart of her was she wanted to make a difference. Yeah. Right. Politically, she was very much about the environment, animal rights, everything anti nuclearism. As
1: far as I know, she was the first person that was so publicly speaking about it.
0: Did I say just say nuclearism? I don't think that's actually a thing. But anyway, but she was very much on the right side of most things. Right, right liberal, you could yeah. say. Mm-hmm. Um now Interesting thing, Julian Assange. Do you remember Julian Assange? Mm-hmm. Julian Assange, she visited him several times while he was in political asylum at the Ecuadorian embassy in London. And when he got married, <laughs> what did she do? She did the gambling. outfits. She did their outfits in jail because he was in jail at that time. And in July 2020, <laughs> she protested outside London's Old Bailey Court against Assange's possible extradition to the United States. Now, do you wanna know how she protested? What did she do? She put on a yellow pantsuit and suspended herself in a giant birdcage. Uh, no, she didn't. Describing herself as a canary in the coal mine, <laughs> she said she was half poisoned already from government corruption of law and gaming of the legal system by government. Wow. I mean, she she's was like har- a baller. She's hardcore. I gotta tell you, she's a baller. Um, so her two sons, Ben, this is one of my most fascinating facts here, mm. Ben, her first son, right. he is now a photographer of erotica. Makes sense. Makes sense. Completely makes sense. And her second son, Joseph Coray, mm-hmm. is the founder of Agent Provocateur. Completely
1: makes. Oh, uh, that I knew. That makes sense.
0: I didn't know that. I knew
1: that. Yeah. I, I didn't mean, know that. it
0: so makes sense. But well, she's now beautiful. Yeah. Uh, but it's mean, like, oh, my mom. Her breasts look so good in these bras. I'm going to design them. I mean, it was a little like, really. Um. But but yeah, she was. She was that. And I, um, as she died, there were lots of beautiful quotes about it. And um, the former Sex Pistols guitarist Glenn Matlock paid tribute to West Run Trader, saying that it was a privilege to have rubbed shoulders with her in the mid 70s at the birth of punk and the waves it created that still resound today for the disaffected. Mm-hmm. Chrissy Hind, the singer wow. and guitarist of The Pretenders, who had previously been employed as a shop assistant. So Chrissy Hind from The Pretenders wow, worked at their shop. Oh, that's say, tweeted, Vivian is gone, and the world is already a less interesting place. That's true. Uh, and it was just, you know, people just people adored her for, you know, her brave, individualized point of view. And I think the other point is really that find your voice. Use your voice. Don't doubt your voice, and there is a place for your voice. Yeah, but uh, you know what? The thing that I took from the
1: most from her, I mean, aside from you know the bumpster, which is you know the the bustier that goes in the back for the butt. And yeah, I love that she stayed true to what her her rock and roll style from beginning to end. Yeah, you know, a lot of people when they get older they kind of get super quiet and conservative and kind of disappear.
0: Well, they she get, didn't do that. They get corporate, and they get more interested in their revenues than they do, right? Express, and themselves. she
1: was a rock star to the end, and that's to why I was like,
0: "The end. May yeah. she rest in peace. Rest in peace. I love Mr. Vivian Westwood.
1: Oh my God.
0: Do you know who else I love? Who? I have another story for you. Uh-oh. So my client that we went and saw Cardi B, we had quite the sight, and she was staying at the Sunset Tower, so I thought, well, I should just stay there, too. So I was at the Sunset Tower for a couple nights, and we saw Jude Law, we saw all these people there. Yeah, but
1: that's the go-to.
0: It's the go-to. Yeah. So here's the thing. So we're at breakfast one morning, and I made some hilarious comment. As you know I'm he very, always f- does. I'm very, very funny. And as I'm doing this comment to the server, the server laughs, my, my client and friend she, she's dying, We she and I have the best time together, so she's like laughing too. And then the woman at the table next to us spits up her drink, like laughing. Because it it's that good. Yeah, she's like, oh. And I just looked at her right in the face and I go, that's what you get for eavesdropping. <laughs> and she goes, that's true, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. And so I looked at her and I go, god, you look just like Ariana DeBose. <laughs> she goes, I am. <laughs> the Academy Award winning actress. And so I said, come sit with us. She goes, okay. So she came sat, and the next two mornings we all had breakfast together. Nice. And she was lovely and amazing. And she, I said, well, you know, you liked our image on what you're wearing. You're one of our followers. And she goes, yeah, I love your podcast. So Fantastic. she listened to the podcast. Isn't that funny? Gotta love me some Ariana. We
1: love that. But, uh, you know, I would be remiss if we didn't say rest in peace to the Paco Rabanne. And I definitely, we have to do a power player because he's the man that introduced
0: metal to fashion. Yeah. Yeah, so. Paco. Paco Rabanne. Paco Paco Rabanne. They West that are up in heaven doing crazy things right now. They're or in, their, their, show. in their
1: atelier, atelier They're designing still.
0: L'atelier de heaven. <laughs> oh, I like. Wow, I oh. like
1: that. I, I'm quite quite atelier brilliant. Atelier de heaven. I like yeah, that. Yeah, oui.
0: we say la atelier de heaven. I
1: might have to steal that.
0: You can steal that if you want. You know what else you can steal? What? You can steal uh, the podcast if you go and like us and follow us. Yes.
1: And you know what it's called? What you wear.
0: What you wear is like us. Follow us. Thank you so much please. for listening, and we'll see. You. We promise not to wait. We will so not no, long. The wait will uh, not be that long. Again. No. Namaste. Read. Watch. Follow. Wait. what's it? Watch. Follow. Share. Share. Like. Share. Like. Share. You have to like us. Share us. Follow us. Yeah. Don't unfollow us.
1: No, please don't. Please There's don't. more to
0: come. There's so. This much is only more the beginning, y'all. Thank you, and good night. Good night. <laughs>